station built just for you. Entertaining talk, information, and New York opinions. Shut up! The world famous and American original. Talk Radio 77 WABC and WABCRadio.com. <laughs> WABC Traffic and Transit. GWB inbound okay. Lower doing fine outbound. We have heavy delays. Lincoln 15 to 20 inbound. Outbound 20 to 30 minute delays. Holland inbound 15 to 20 from the turnpike. 40 to 50 minute delays from Route 109 outbound. 30 to 40 minute delays. I'm Bob Brown with your 77 WABC Traffic and Transit update. He knows New York. He loves New York. He is New York. He's got plenty of ideas on how to bring change. He is John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. And welcome back to Cats at Night. This is Rita Cosby joining John Katsimatidis. And also still with us in studio is Judge Richard Weinberg, the great judge out there who we love, and also former New York governor, Democrat, David Patterson, we're glad to have both of you guys here. Of course, the big news is that Governor Hochul and the Assembly, it looks like they have come to an agreement on the budget, a $220 billion New York State budget. But is there really bail reform? And they're joining us now to talk about all of this is Joe Jackalone. Joe is a former NYPD detective sergeant, also a professor at law and political science. And we're so thrilled to have you here on the show, Joe. First of all, um, thank you for joining Cats at Night. And we want to get your reaction to what is or really isn't in the budget in terms of bail reform and criminal justice. Great. Thanks for having me. Yes. I mean, when you take a look at what they're going to give, uh, it's it's sort of like peanuts in this respect. I mean, New York City is dealing with 30 to 50 percent increases in crime every week. A lot of anecdotal evidence of people being arrested, re-released without bail, and then only to be arrested again. So the violence has continued and it soared. I mean, today alone we had uh, three teenagers shot in the Bronx in broad daylight. So there are a lot of things that are happening. The warm weather is upon us. And we need to give the judges specifically the dangerousness standard of being allowed to hold people who present a danger to others. I mean, this is kind of a common sense thing that should have been never been put in the bail reform in the first place. Yeah, now, why, why was that not even a focus here? I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that, that are kind of ridiculous about this, like even the possession of an illegal handgun in a hate crime where you just uh, you get arrested and you're, you're, you're released immediately. I mean, when you're talking about struggling with violence and you have situations where you can't even hold people, there is uh, zero deterrence, right? So criminals are opportunists. They understand the system better than everybody else. And if there isn't anything that's going to hold them, they are just, uh, you know, running rampant. And that's what we're seeing. Professor, it's, uh, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. I, I know your column. You said it was too little, too late. And I understand Mayor Adams is going to try to push it again. But we on uh, Cats at Night and John Casmatee's leadership have been fighting well, for state, public safety. The state Senate and the state assembly is telling all New Yorkers, go pound sand. Right. This In other was, words, you know how Gerald Ford said drop dead? Well, the state assembly and the state uh, uh, senate have just told New Yorkers, drop dead. They have not given enough to protect the public. I mean, the idea that judges, the only state in the entire country and the federal system as well, we're the outliers where judges cannot hold people in 
on bail because of dangerousness. It's absolutely yes. essential that they have that. Absolutely. But and, they, but they yes. also yes, do it Governor. in California and New Jersey, don't they? They do what? They they do not require the dangerousness standard there. No, no. They, they, everybody else has it, as far yeah, as I understand. Yeah, no, no, one. no. California removed it in 2018, and New Jersey removed it in 2020. Uh, Joe, 20. what do you say? Yeah, no, New Jersey reinstated that. Where I, from the last I saw, 49 states That's my numbers. Standard. My research said it was 49. But the most important thing of all is the standard that you have to use the least dr- drastic, least restrictive uh, alternative to bring somebody back for trial. The problem with that is it, even if it is a bail-eligible crime, it forces a judge to go through this exercise of not putting bail down because there may be something else in place. Let's exactly. T- t- wait, tell tell, tell them how New York is. I'm hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. That's how New Yorkers <laughs> feel about it. <laughs> Do you it's, agree, it's Joe? There. I mean, it's, it's, it's no, unfortunately, getting... there are a lot of New Yorkers. I mean, I'm on social media. They're talking about this. They're very concerned. And uh, listen, and unfortunately, I know it's only social media talk, but a lot of New Yorkers are talking about arming themselves, which you know as well as I do, won't end well. So this is a problem that they need to get a hold of. The perception is no longer a perception. It's a reality. When you're looking at the numbers like I do every week, and uh, I've been calling this out for two years. I mean, I wrote an op-ed in uh, October of 2019 warning about the disastrous bail reform that was coming. It's going to be dark city. It's going to be well, dog we hope city. that it doesn't get there. We hope it don't get, doesn't get back to the 80s and 90s. But unfortunately, we are um, at odds this time, you know, political-wise. We have a lot of politicians in New York City that are going to fight this tooth and nail, and they, they have every step of the way. So, uh, Professor uh, uh, Jackalone, this is David Patterson. I think I that do. the biggest problem right now is that we're – not dealing with the real problem, which is the sentencing. I think that's far more important than the bail for people who get out, because uh, even when someone's arrested for a heinous crime like murder, there's still a presumption of innocence until you prove the person guilty. Once the person is guilty, we've got people getting out way before they should. And I think we're almost distracted by bail reform. Well, I agree with you. And it's, 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 it's about raise the age. And uh, you know, listen, less is more. Starting last week, Governor Hochul, they started to release 8,000 uh, people from supervised uh, parole, right? So you know, we're going to this community. And there's a whole battery of bills up in Albany right now that the progressives yes. are going to push to let people out earlier. That's the next and, wave. And, but that's the I next think wave. that that's the bigger fight because uh, a lot of the, the bail reform that they did had to do with misdemeanors and basically nonviolent felonies. Now we're talking, as the professor just pointed out, what they're, we're talking about is the real danger, the people who get out from serving sentences early and commit further crimes. Well, and I, I agree with you, Governor. And the issue that also comes down to is we released thousands of prisoners during the pandemic where there was zero chance for them to go to work or school. So what did we think that some of these individuals would actually get involved with if they had no nothing else to do with them? I mean, it was a big failure all around not to have a plan ready. And it's just uh, it's unfortunate. But if you look at the precincts back from the 80s and 90s that suffered the most, and I'm talking about East New York, Brownsville and Brooklyn and the Bronx, we're seeing those same precincts surging in violence now. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Wow. Not at all. New Yorkers are getting mad. Thank you so much. 
Yeah, Joe, thank you. It is outrageous, as John was just saying. I mean, this is scary times and shame, I think, on the legislature and everybody. I mean, that they didn't. They had a moment and we're seeing crime 37 percent up in New York. Crazy. Um, anyway, Joe uh, Jackalone, thank you very much. And thank you so much also um, for your service as a former uh, NYPD detective sergeant. We appreciate you being here on Cats at Night. Thanks so much. Thank you. Enjoy an evening. Thank you. And we were talking, guys, um, before the break about the COVID cases, sadly, that have been going on at the White House. Um, it's been going on in New York and in Washington, increased cases. And now they're also monitoring the president because Nancy Pelosi has been diagnosed. So we have coming up after the break, Dr. Peter Mihalos to talk about COVID and a lot more. And is the president at risk? We're going to talk about that and a lot more as you are listening to Cats at Night. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.